Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, dangerous tornado threat, 40 million Americans in the path of severe thunderstorms. And it is the very same system that killed at least three people and left behind a trail of destruction. Here are tonight's headlines. Nearly a dozen tornadoes touched down in three states. One town in Oklahoma decimated. And the baseball-sized hail damaging cars and even a helicopter. We blew out the front window again. I took a hell ball right in my knee, man. Mistakes turning into bloodshed. Tonight, the six-year-old girl, who now has stitches after a bullet grazed her cheek when a basketball rolled into the neighbor's yard. There was blood everywhere in the house. One American killed in Sudan as the U.S. positions troops for a possible embassy evacuation. We advised Americans not to travel to Sudan. Police are searching for a driver who injured a police officer while fleeing a traffic stop. That led to a chase across Manhattan. The most powerful rocket ever built exploded above the Gulf of Mexico today. SpaceX's Starship spacecraft disassembled minutes after blasting off. Eye on America. Arizona is facing a water crisis. Why a foreign country could be making the problem worse. So when you look out there and you see all that green, what do you think? I see uh, money leaving America. And Major League Move, where the Oakland A's may soon call home.
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. Tonight we want to begin with the dangerous weather that is sweeping across the nation after nearly a dozen tornadoes tore through Oklahoma, Kansas and Iowa on Wednesday. More than 40 million Americans from the south to the Midwest are in the path of thunderstorms, hail and possible tornadoes through the night. At least three people were killed in Oklahoma where authorities are still assessing the damage that left thousands without power. And the images just coming in show twisters, flattened homes, while trees were ripped up by the roots and scattered across roadways. The sheriff's office in McLean County, that's just south of Oklahoma City, says dozens of residents suffered injuries during the height of the storm. CBS's Omar Villafranca has seen some of the destruction up close. He'll start us off tonight from Cole, Oklahoma. Good evening, Omar. Good evening. The family that was here is lucky to be alive. Take a look at some of this damage. The roof, it's gone. Walls were blown out. One of the survivors here said that the sound of this house ripping apart at the seams is one of the scariest things he's ever heard. It is deathly violent. Powerful storms tore through the south and midwest Whoa. and pounded the country's midsection with violent tornadoes and hail. More than a dozen tornadoes were reported yesterday in Kansas, Iowa and Oklahoma. At least three people were killed in the Sooner State two near the small town of Cole, about 30 miles south of Oklahoma City. Larry Paul and three other family members rode out the EF3 tornado with wind speeds up to 165 miles per hour in this concrete shelter. I didn't want to look outside. I didn't want to see the devastation. Today, Governor Kevin Stitt toured the town of Shawnee, where storms tore down power lines, toppled trees, and flattened parts of the local high school. The damage is unbelievable when you walk through there. Oklahoma Baptist University is picking up the pieces after high winds blew through the campus Wednesday night. Every person on this campus was okay, and that's really what's important. Everything in that room can be replaced. While tracking the storm from the air, hail hammered this weather chopper from our Oklahoma City affiliate, KWTV. Okay, we blew out the front window again. Pilot Jim Gardner was okay. Back in Cole, the Paul family says they lost everything but each other. Yeah, it's material things, but it's still, it's your heart. Your family's worked hard for all this. One of the survivors at this home is actually a volunteer firefighter, and he's the one who activated the tornado sirens for this area, most likely saving lives. The governor of Oklahoma has declared a disaster in five counties. Nora? We are thinking of everybody there. Omar Villafranca, thank you so much. Well, the severe weather threat will continue through the rest of the night, and that's from Texas to Wisconsin. Meanwhile, record temperatures will be in the forecast tomorrow from the Carolinas to New England. So let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel to explain it all. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. We'll see strong storms once again tonight. Some of them could be just as fierce as what Omar showed us there in Oklahoma, but they extend well beyond Oklahoma, Texas, all the way into, say, Michigan through the night tonight. Most of these storms will produce high winds as well as large hail. That hail could be the size of baseballs. We saw some softball-sized hail yesterday. A lot of these storms will produce heavy rain as well, and so tomorrow there's a threat that comes in in the morning. There'll be another threat that comes in in the afternoon as well. That would include Houston over toward New Orleans. Not to mention, we have also have springtime, if not summertime temperatures all the way up into the northeast tomorrow. A place like Syracuse, 86 degrees, 84 in Baltimore, and almost 90 degrees north tomorrow in Washington, D.C. Yeah, it's going to be hot here. Mike, thanks. 
Well, now to some breaking news. Actor Alex Baldwin's legal team says prosecutors in New Mexico are dropping criminal charges related to the shooting death on the set of his Western movie Rust in 2021. CBS's Jonathan Bigliotti has the latest as production on the film resumed today in Montana. It is the latest stunning development in a case that sent shockwaves throughout Hollywood. It's been 18 months since the gun Baldwin was holding on set went off, killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins and wounding Rust director Joel Souza. His attorneys say we are pleased with the decision to dismiss the case against Alec Baldwin, and we encourage a proper investigation into the facts and circumstances of this tragic accident. This is what Baldwin told investigators shortly after the shooting. It should have been a cold gun with no rounds inside or dummy rounds. I take the gun out slowly, I turn, I cock the pistol, bang, it goes over, she hits the ground. While Baldwin maintained his innocence, prosecutors in New Mexico charged him with involuntary manslaughter. This wasn't accidental. This was negligence. This was recklessness. This was a negligent discharge of a firearm because he pulled that trigger. Hutchins' family had filed a civil suit, but as part of a settlement, her husband Matthew was named as executive producer on the film. The criminal case against armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed continues. First AD David Hulls pleaded no contest to one count of negligence. He handed Baldwin the gun. But the DA had made a point of saying Baldwin's celebrity didn't matter. If you act in reckless disregard of someone's life, then you should be held to account for that. Prosecutors spent more than a year and a half building this case against Baldwin, and tonight it's unclear exactly what changed. We reached out to the DA's office for comment. We had not heard back by airtime, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti with that news. Thank you. Recent shootings following everyday mistakes like ringing the wrong doorbell or turning down the wrong driveway have made headlines in the last week. Well, the latest involves a six-year-old girl in North Carolina who was playing with a basketball when it rolled into a neighbor's yard. That neighbor allegedly shot her and her parents and is now on the run. CBS's Adriana Diaz reports. There was blood everywhere in the house. Kinsley White was shot in the face while playing by her home just outside of Charlotte. Her father was seriously wounded. I couldn't get in, inside in time, so he just... So he shot my daddy in the back. Witnesses say a neighbor began shooting at them after a basketball rolled onto his yard Tuesday. Kinsley had a bullet fragment removed from her cheek. Her father, who reportedly tried to shoot back, remains hospitalized. I want him to go to jail forever. Now police are looking for the alleged shooter, 24-year-old Robert Singletary. As the number of victims of shootings caused by seemingly innocent mistakes mounts, so does the fury. <laughs> Nearly a thousand miles away, these mothers protested gun violence on the Kansas-Missouri state line, one week after 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was shot after ringing the wrong doorbell. You have mental health issues everywhere, yeah. but when you pair those with absolute chaos in terms of gun legislation, this is what you get. Gun violence is a public health epidemic. Johns Hopkins researcher Cassandra Crafasi says studies have repeatedly shown that people are less safe when guns are present. What is driving this increase in shootings? We have seen record increases in gun purchasing. We're also seeing increases in fear-based marketing of firearms, as well as 
stoking fears of political violence, social violence, racially motivated violence. The states with the weakest gun laws have high gun death rates, three times as high as states with the strongest restrictions. There's no place you can run from any of this. More young people have died from gun violence than from COVID since the start of the pandemic. And Nora, today marks 24 years since the Columbine High School shooting. Everything you just said gave me the chills. Adriana Diaz, thank you. Well, tonight the Pentagon has pre-positioned a group of special forces troops ahead of a possible evacuation of the U.S. Embassy in Sudan. CBS's David Martin reports the State Department has confirmed that one American citizen has been killed during the escalating violence. With the city of Khartoum looking more like a free fire zone than the capital of Africa's third largest country, the Pentagon moves special operations forces to a U.S. base in Djibouti, more than 700 miles away, for a possible rescue mission of Americans trapped in the city. We want to make sure that we've got the capability ready in case it's needed. Two rival generals are fighting for power, and both have troops armed with tanks, artillery, and anti-aircraft guns, which could threaten any planes sent in to evacuate Americans. Already, more than 330 people have been reported killed and a convoy of vehicles from the American embassy fired upon. There's no indications that Americans are, are being specifically targeted, but it's obviously a dangerous situation. For the moment, there looks like no good way out. Americans stranded in the city are unable to get to the relative safety of the embassy, and the airport has been the scene of heavy fighting, which has left aircraft burning on the tarmac. Without a ceasefire, an evacuation will be risky. Aircraft flying low over a city at war are in danger of being shot down, as the U.S. found out in the infamous Black Hawk Down firefight nearly 30 years ago. Nora? David Martin at the Pentagon. Thank you. CBS News has just learned that President Biden may be aiming to announce his reelection campaign by video next week. The most likely date, according to those familiar with the planning, is next Tuesday, April 25th. That is exactly four years after he jumped into the 2020 presidential race in 2019. We can also report that the president hasn't yet signed off on the timing and he will spend the weekend with family and staff at Camp David. Tonight in Northern California, police department is under fire after dozens of officers were found to have sent racist and homophobic text messages during a wider civil rights investigation. CBS's Elise Preston reports it was all uncovered by the FBI, which is investigating the Antioch police. It was more than just locker room talk. It was a state of mind. Community outrage after group texts among police officers in the San Francisco Bay Area city of Antioch revealed a violent and abusive pack mentality. Investigators say was fueled by racism and homophobia. This community probably should have been more afraid of the police than, than the gangsters or the criminals that were in, in their community. Civil rights attorney John Burris filed a federal lawsuit on behalf of five victims, including Trent Allen, who officers texted about brutally beating comments about my son's head was a bowling ball, that they kicked a field goal. These officers need to be removed. 
According to a partially redacted report, FBI and local officials found a total of 45 officers, nearly 40% of the force, sent and received the racist messages dating back to 2019. I'll bury that N-word in my fields, said one text. Another said, bro, they all look the same, which an officer then responded, I feel like I'm at the zoo. There were multiple texts calling black people gorillas and monkeys. One officer even admitted, since we don't have video, I sometimes just say people gave me a full confession when they didn't. I did 10 months for nothing. It was his word over mine. Residents are demanding that the officers be fired. I see that you're crying. What are you thinking about? It just hurts. These officers are supposed to be protecting and serving and they out here hurting and killing people. Investigators say lieutenants and sergeants were also on those group texts, but they never reported any misconduct. The lawsuit is now demanding federal oversight of this department. Nora. Elise Preston, thank you very much. The world's largest and most powerful rocket exploded four minutes after launch today. The self-destruct system was triggered as the Starship started tumbling out of control. Elon Musk's SpaceX says the test was still successful for the lessons learned. There were no astronauts on board, but the company hopes to one day use the nearly 400-foot rocket to send people and cargo to the moon and Mars. As the Southwest deals with a decades-long mega drought, states like Arizona are facing a water crisis like they've never seen before. In tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Ben Tracy tells us about growing outrage over water being used by some foreign-owned mega farms. This was your well. This was my well. And now you got nothing. Nothing but dust. Arizona cattle rancher Brad Mead says his well went dry. You can toss a rock in and it's, it, it's gone. Because of his neighbor's farm down the road. It's run by Fondamonte, owned by one of the largest dairy companies in Saudi Arabia. It grows alfalfa here to feed cattle back in the Middle East. It's illegal to grow it in Saudi Arabia because it uses so much water. So when you look out there and you see all that green, what do you think? I see uh, money leaving America. I see water getting depleted. It's pure insanity. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays, a Democrat, says Fondamonte bought vast tracts of land in western Arizona where there are no regulations on how much water can be pumped out of the ground, so the state doesn't monitor it. Fondamonte also leases thousands of acres from the state itself, deals approved by state officials no longer in office. Fondamonte pays nothing for the water itself. We cannot afford to give our water away, frankly, to anyone, let alone the Saudis, for free. As we talked, we saw a series of trucks hauling dried alfalfa off of one of the state-owned properties. So cows in Saudi Arabia are essentially drinking Arizona water. Correct. The scale of the problem is obvious from above. I mean, that is a lot of green down there. Using millions upon millions of gallons of uh, precious groundwater. Mays says Arizona's cities, including Phoenix, will need that water as they face potentially drastic cuts from the drought-ravaged Colorado River. Fondamonte declined our request for an interview. What it's doing here is not illegal, but Mays wants the leases on state land canceled and Arizona's legislature is now considering a ban on foreign-owned farms. It is a scandal that the state of Arizona allowed this to happen. It shouldn't be happening and it needs to come to an end. 
For Ion America, Ben Tracy, Vicksburg, Arizona. The NYPD is looking for a driver who smashed through an outdoor dining area. We've got that terrifying video next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tonight, a driver who led police on a wild chase through New York City Wednesday evening is still on the loose. Video shows the driver backing into an officer who wasn't seriously hurt. Then he barrels onto a sidewalk, crashes through an outdoor dining area, and then takes down a street sign and fire hydrant. The car later came to a stop, and the driver, described as a middle-aged man with a green mohawk, ran off. In Alabama today, a fourth and fifth suspect were arrested and charged with murder in connection with the deadly mass shooting last weekend at a Sweet 16 party. The five suspects, between 16 and 20 years old, are accused of opening fire and killing four young people at the birthday party. 32 others were wounded. There's big news in Major League Baseball with one of California's teams setting its sights on Las Vegas. That's next. Tonight, the Oakland A's are a big step closer to moving to Las Vegas. The team with the smallest crowds in Major League Baseball is purchasing 49 acres in Las Vegas for a new ballpark. The Athletics have called Oakland home for more than 50 years. They're expecting to break ground on the stadium next year, shooting for a grand opening in 2027. A rare hybrid solar eclipse. That's next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Finally tonight, tens of thousands of people traveled to the northwest coast of Australia to view a rare hybrid solar eclipse that plunged the area into total darkness for about one minute. The international crowd of locals, tourists and professional astronomers burst into loud cheers and applause as daylight turned into night. The next total eclipse to take place over North America will be on April 8th, 2024. So get those solar viewing glasses ready. That's spectacular. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of evening news. And you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.